0: Support comes from Mosby Building Arts, a design-build company committed to remodeling the right way. Visit callmosby.com to get project inspiration for any room of your house. From the St. Louis Public Radio Newsroom, this is The Gateway. It's Wednesday, February 5th. I'm Wayne Pratt. Ahead, the Board of Freeholders formed more than four months ago. But the panel that could recommend big changes to city and county government has not done anything, and that is frustrating local officials. If you're asking me personally as the president of the Board of aldermen, I think this thing needs to move. I think it needed to move a month ago. St. Louis Public Radio's Jason Rosenbaum examines the Board of Freeholders deadlock. First, the headlines. Some St. Louis public schools are curtailing how often students are tested. As St. Louis Public Radio's Ryan Delaney reports, the change comes at the request of teachers. Hardly a week goes by an SLPS student doesn't take some sort of district-standardized test. The theory is teachers have lots of data to know how their students are doing. But Merrimack Elementary School academic coach Shannon McMurray says they were giving so many assessments, there wasn't even time to analyze the data. It was ridiculous, frankly. Merrimack is one of SLPS's two consortium schools where teachers have more decision-making power. The staff asked administrators if they could eliminate some tests to give more time for instruction and the central office said yes. It was free. Now 15 schools total have dropped biweekly progress exams. In the summer, the district will review whether teachers still have the data they need and in the long term, whether proficiency scores went up. I'm Ryan Delaney, St. Louis Public Radio. Fairview Heights is closer to having a recreational marijuana dispensary. The city council has approved new business regulations for recreational cannabis companies. The rules allow one dispensary to open in the community for now. All other cannabis-related businesses are prohibited inside city limits. Fairview Heights Director of Land Use and Development Andrea Riganti says the city will place more scrutiny on dispensary applications than other businesses. There are uses that are generally considered potentially harmful to a community because of noise, traffic, odor, and they require an additional layer of review. Riganti says the review process typically takes months. She does not expect a dispensary to open in Fairview Heights until the summer. Kansas City officials expect hundreds of thousands of people today to attend a victory parade and rally honoring the Super Bowl champion Chiefs. Lisa Rodriguez reports from Kansas City. The parade will start at 11.30 a.m., followed by a rally in front of Kansas City's Union Station at 1.30. Despite frigid temperatures, officials think it will top the celebration after the Royals won the World Series in 2015. The city estimated that crowd at 800,000 people. Christopher Guile owns a cafe along the parade route. He and his wife slept on cots at the restaurant and planned to open early to serve food and drinks to other people camped along the route. It's going to be a lot of energy. It's going to be a lot of um, bodies crammed together in the cold, and that can uh, cause for a good communal bonding experience. City officials have set up about 700 porta-potties, which they say is the most for any event in Kansas City's history. I'm Lisa Rodriguez. Senators will vote today on the two articles of impeachment against President Donald Trump. St. Louis Public Radio will carry NPR's special coverage on our main on-air signal starting at 3 this afternoon. Regular programming can be streamed at stlpublicradio.org. It has been more than four months since the launch of the Board of Freeholders, but the panel that could suggest big changes to St. Louis and St. Louis County government has not done anything. That's primarily because of a deadlock in appointing city members. As St. Louis Public Radio's Jason Rosenbaum reports, the stalemate is generating frustration.
1: When the Board of Freeholders launched in September 2019, proponents were bullish that the body could present transformative changes to city and county residents. It came after a plan known as Better Together that would have created a metro government over the city and county floundered. There's just one big problem. The St. Louis Board of Aldermen still has not approved St. Louis Mayor Lyda Cruson's nominees, flowing past a constitutionally mandated deadline. It's an outcome that's profoundly frustrated city leaders like St. Louis Board of Aldermen President Louis Reed.
0: If you're asking me personally, as the president of the Board of Aldermen, I think this thing needs to move. I think it needed to move a month ago.
1: St. Louis's elected officials attribute the long, long delay to a multitude of factors. The biggest one is that Aldermen did not like who St. Louis Mayor Lyda Cruson picked as freeholder nominees. Some members of the Black Caucus wanted more representation from North St. Louis, which Reed says is a vital concern. He's pointed out that the statewide Better Together plan collapsed after near-unanimous opposition from the African-American political community.
0: There's so much... Uh, that this body it will be charged to do. I mean, we're talking about reshaping our government as, as you know, for the foreseeable future. That's going to be a 100-year change plus that we're looking at. Uh, so certainly it has to be done. It has to be done correctly.
1: In response to aldermanic concerns, Crousin offered up new nominees, but that has not broken the deadlock. Because St. Louis is violating a constitutionally mandated timeline to approve freeholder nominees, it's entirely possible that the approved members of the board could hire attorneys that could sue the city. The board could also bring in expensive staffers to start work on a plan without city appointees. In either one of these scenarios, the city would have to pick up half the tab. But the board can't even entertain those options now, because it does not have a quorum after Mark Montevani's resignation to consider a run for county executive. And Stephen Conway, the chief of staff for Crewson, isn't sure the Board of Freeholders can actually do anything until the city members are seated. You don't like uncertainty to any process, and that's why it's attendant upon the president and the rest of the aldermen to act in some fashion. Joseph Blanner is Governor Mike Parsons' appointee to the Board of Freeholders. Once the city gets its act together, Blanner says the board will have to meet with attorneys about how much time is available to come up with a plan.
0: I mean, if we take the position that we don't have any jurisdiction to act until everyone's seated, then then it would only make sense that the clock wouldn't start until everyone's
1: seated. Some expect the final result of the freeholders process will be allowing voters to decide if the city of St. Louis should become a municipality within St. Louis County, similar to, say, Clayton or Florissant but various iterations of that proposal have failed over the past few decades. And that leaves St. Louis Alderwoman Sharon Tyus questioning if the entire struggle to get the Board of Freeholders up and running will lead to anything. Neither the city or the county put this together. The Municipal League did. I don't think they did an- enough checking because I don't think the city and the county really want to merge. They've, we've been So I don't think you're going to get much out of it anyway. The Board of Freeholders, though, does not have to recommend that St. Louis and St. Louis County governments should somehow combine. Board members could suggest consolidating city and county services. And St. Louis County Executive Sam Page says those proposals could serve as a guide to move a divided St. Louis region forward. I think that conversation, an engaged conversation that residents in the city and residents in the county participate in is a much more important process and a much more important event than any product they come up with. For now, though, there is no product to consider because the board still isn't whole. Reed says he's hoping for a resolution sooner rather than later. I'm Jason Rosenbaum, St. Louis Public Radio.
0: Our Fred Ehrlich edited that report. Shula Newman is the executive editor of St. Louis Public Radio. Music by Ryan McNeely of Adult Fur.